Welcome back to Boys and Ghouls Film Review, folks. I'm your host, Sarah Stevenson. This is my co-host, Mike Stevenson. Hi, guys. And tonight, we will be reviewing a sci-fi called yes. Journey to the Center of the Earth that was done or released in 1959. Now, there's been several versions of this over the years. But this one is considered the this best. Is, this is the Jane, No, not necessarily, but this is a James Mason one with Pat Boone as his co-star and Arlene mm. Dahl and whatever. Yeah. Now, this is, to me, my favourite movie. Yeah, since yeah. me and my sister were kids, we loved it because we loved Pat Boone because of his singing ability. Was, the girls thought he was cute. Yeah, he was really attractive. <laughs> now, that, that brings me on to something. Before we go too far into this, mm. this is during the center of the earth and this version... Is a science fiction adventure film. Yeah. However, yep. uh, because Pat Boone was in it, and the only way to get him to agree to be in it was to let him sing a couple of tunes. Hmm. That's understandable. Now, I know it's not a musical. Hmm. It is a science fiction adventure I film. Thought, I thought the adding the point. two or three is kind of a reasonable... Yeah. Yeah. Um, but idea. what I'm saying, he, he refused to be in the film unless they let him sing a couple of tunes. Okay. So, a little blackmail there, and he actually signed a contract, uh, 50%, 15% of the takings. Wow. Yeah, so he, he probably made more money by doing it oh, 15%. Way to go, Pat Boom. Yeah, so he's not silly. He's not a silly fellow. Yeah, actually, yeah. Well, even though he hated to do this at the beginning, he didn't want to be by in the it, time but he had fun. it was released yeah. and everyone loved it and he thought this was the best move yeah. he made. And that's the problem. Why didn't he make any more? Which I'll, we'll talk about it later on. Mm. me. But I and did think anyway. it was cool <clears throat> in that movie. Anyway, let's move on. Now, okay, this this version of the Journey to the Center of the Earth was produced by Charles Brackett, directed by Henry Levin, written by Charles Brackett mm-hmm. and Walter Reich, Reich mm. okay, uh, based on, obviously, Journey to the Center of the Earth by Jules Verne. Yeah. Uh, at the time, its budget was $3.4 million, which is a tidy sum back in those days. And luckily, they made a profit of $10 million. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, yeah, box office of $10 yeah. million, so they had a good profit. Yeah, I want to mm. jump in just for a second. The music yes. was by Bern, uh, Bernie... <clears throat> Whatever. Um, Bernie, what's his name? Oh, I don't know. You got it written down somewhere. Um, well, his... Smith, no, uh, Bernie... Bernard Herman. Yeah, he was the... Bernard um, Herman, yeah. He was the... Uh, composer for Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho, the first one, with the unfamous scores from the shower scene and probably a number another of bit, other scores. Another bit. The soundtrack, how's that? But he, that was a memorable one, and this one has some really good soundtracks to boot. Now, now, considering its age, when it was done, there was no CGI. It was models. It was green screen. It was, it was whatever they can put in. They had hmm. real lizards playing the roles of yeah. dinosaurs and not cheesy looking stuff. They looked yeah. pretty, damn, the pretty make, damn impressive the as well. The lizards put me in mind of, what's it called? The um, Island of the Monsters? Or what was oh, that no, movie, uh, what was that uh, movie uh, with we watched um, not too long ago called the sci-fi movie about... Oh, some, yeah. I can't remember. Whatever. That was more of like an independent film. Oh, yeah. I can't, I can't remember now. Anyway, I can't remember <laughs> either. So it's too long ago. 
Anyway, Eris, like you remember the old King Kong movies where they used a lot of steel frame? Nothing like that. These are really believable. They were they actually superimposed large, small, real lizards and made them into dinosaur-type creatures. Yeah. And it worked. Very. It I think it did. Yeah. Mm. Why not? Yep. Okay, you didn't have a Rex there. Yeah, doing uh, stop motion or anything, but mm. you had real live lizards running around terrorizing people. Mm. So not too bad. Yeah. Th- anyway, this was. Consi- <clears throat> consi- I often thought this was one of the best versions of Journey to Center Earth. As I said before, I grew up with this one, yeah. and for and this was back when I was say seven or eight years of age. And I saw it years and years ago when I was a young fellow because I I was born. A long time ago in 1954. Yeah, so... Wait a minute. Go on. Mm. TVs in Australia, I think, came out in about 1958 or 59, mm. which is about the same time this hit the theatre. Cool. So a couple of years later, it may well have been on uh, the TV circuits. Now, yeah. I didn't see it till I was in my teens. But yeah, but yeah mm. it, uh, oh, it was a great movie. Yeah, and mm. anyway, as we're saying, mm. I grew up with movies like this and t- The Time Machine and a number of other movies I, that were back in the 1950s or 1960s that I that my dad or my sister encouraged me to watch sometimes. Yeah. Glad to into it. Mm. <laughs> we used to have horror film nights and sci-fi nights. And yeah. yeah, I'm not... I mean, I didn't like... At first, when I was <clears throat> young, I wasn't a big fan of wax museum the wax museum when i was a little bit because i didn't like the dripping wax figures at the beginning because they might have been surprised yeah yeah i mean this was when i was little but i've grown to watch it and i've gotten used to it by now so i'm not so scared of it anymore house of wax although um the other Mm. movie um dr fives has always given me the chills actually dr fives is rather creepy I mean, it's still camp, it's funny, but it can be creepy for people who aren't used to that sort of stuff, yeah. Anyway, back to this one. Anyway, so, who stars ah. and, and in this production? Uh, look, there's only a handful of stars, and actually, I'll I, I get back to, I probably said it different times over the past year and a half, that sometimes the less people you have, the less busy it is with actors, sometimes you can develop the story better. Hmm. And really, this um, storyline really centers around, what, five people. Hmm. True. Uh, underground. Uh, yeah. Now, so they're the main people. So you don't, and you don't have all superfluous stuff going on. They're not. Let's go out to the bed. Oh, let's go to the bedroom. Let's do this. Let's go to the dining room. Yeah. No. It's all. It's all in situ in a cave situation yeah. and trying to avert yeah, avert danger and different things and whatever. Mm. Now, okay. Here we go. James Mason plays Sir Oliver Lindenbrook. He's a Scottish uh, geologist professor. Mm. Yeah. Uh, at um, um, Embraer, is it? No. At uh, Edinburgh. Yeah. yeah. That's why I said Scotty. What do you want? You got, you got, you got, you got one of your street address as well? Okay. Um, not yet. Okay, <laughs> right. I said Scottish. Now, Pat yeah. Boone, who's not Scottish, uh, <laughs> plays he's one of his students, uh, putting on a Scottish accent. Uh, and has he plays, yeah, Pat Boone <laughs> plays uh, Alec McEwen. Now, Diane Baker, who also isn't English or Scottish, I don't, I don't believe, plays Jenny Lindenbrook, which is Oliver's what, niece, is it? Yeah, yeah niece. niece. Yeah, no. yeah, niece. Now, Arlene Dahl. 
Now, Arlene Dahl, when I was young, I saw her in this movie, I was smitten by her. Yeah, <laughs> she was really kind of cute. She's a rather attractive woman. Um, One more better than most of the other leads I've seen in oh, June. No, there are some other good women around, but when I was a kid, the first time I saw her in my teens, I was taken by this blonde-haired lady with a pretty nice body and this funny accent. Yeah. Uh, she's putting on a Icelandic or, or a Swedish accent. Swedish, yeah, Stockholm, yeah. Uh, yeah, and she's Carla Gutenberg. I, I'll only mention one other person here. Peter Ronson plays Hans Bjorki. He's an Icelandic farmer or something or other who gets dragged into the adventure. Now, the funny thing is, Peter Ronson is really Icelandic. He stands about six foot something or other, I would say, judging by the uh, uh, the filming, and he's really, really fit. He's an athlete. And an interesting thing, guys, he's just um, he often just did stage crew stuff. Uh, no, he is a uh, consultant. Uh, That's true. Because he's being trying to make it look like in Iceland, he obviously had local uh, knowledge. knowledge, so he helped to make it look. Convincing. So, and yeah. this is the only film appearance he makes in this movie. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like yeah, Pat Boone does w- has too. Yeah, yeah, he could have, but yeah, 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 he, he could have done some other movies, but maybe he couldn't. Maybe he couldn't speak English very well. Maybe that's it. Mm, maybe yeah. that's why at the end he, I guess, he was coached by yeah. um, either language people to or to get to yeah. get to his some of his final dialogue yeah, out. So we don't know too much okay. about him, but he's a good role. This now, oh, actually, I was, I will mention one other guy. Thayer David, I think that's the right way to uh, pronounce his name, plays Count Stackerson, who's yeah. uh, a naughty guy who's trying to mm. beat Oliver yeah. Linderbrook's team seen, on their quest. Yeah, I've seen him in several movies and TV yeah, he appearances. he always plays a naughty guy, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah he yeah. made an appearance in Dark, the Dark Shadows um, TV series, and uh, in the movie, obviously. And he made appearance in Rocky, the first movie with Sylvester Sloan. He did. He, well, he, he was a boxing promoter guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His yeah, last, right. probably his last years of his yeah, life. Yeah, he was getting older then. But yeah, that was him. Yeah, no, I, I never, rec- I never thought about that. Yeah, yeah, it was. He it's just the, amazing the when you when yeah. you get an old actor, especially one as old as that goes back to the nineteen fifties, and they bring him into an, a, a newer movie. Yeah, and they look a bit different. Got a bit of weight on, a bit less hair. You know, is that the same guy? Well, he looks well, familiar. His voice yeah. isn't the same. You can't disguise a voice. No, the voice is the same, but the personality behind it. Yeah. Anyway, um, I don't want to go too much into anything else at the moment about the people or whatever. Uh, you want to take uh, the story on, uh, on its merry way? Yeah, might as well. Mm, okay, so okay. it begins with where we start at the beginning where dear old, um, let me see. Um, Just say Oliver. Oliver, um, he's got he's been nominated for a knighthood. Well, not nominated. He's just been knighted. Been given a knighthood. Yeah, and everyone's happy Yay. for him. He's been, and there was an interesting scene when he's in, um, where he's walking past with his newspaper, and he walks past a, or not past, through a, a, a marching band. A marching band. Yeah. It was and, so and, funny and that part scene. The way is like Moses parting the Red Sea, you know. <laughs> That's and he doesn't even notice him. He's totally oblivious to yeah. it. Yeah, and soon enough he arrives at the school in, and they sing their national school anthem, well, whatever they, they call well, it. Well, they made, they sang a song for him, hence mm. a song. Here's to the Whatever. We're not doing a no, musical no, rendition. No. Okay. But I did like it when Alec um, sings a high note. It hangs on it and everyone else is quiet. Oops. And everyone laughs their heads off thinking, oh, hey, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. Bit of a show pony, whatever. Yeah, yeah. anyway... The, te- the head p- 
professor in charge says, guess what? I'm going to give you guys um, a, a, day off. a day off. It's like a day for a night. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone Bit gives... of humour thrown in there, folks. <laughs> and they give, give Oliver a nice... St- um, what was it called? A, t- a st- I don't know what they call it, obviously. Uh, but, you know, that little, that weird um, magnifying, um, you know, you know, with the horn thing. I don't know. Yeah, what it was it. an inkwell. Okay, I don't know much. Well, Ram, Ram's horns, uh, or sheep's horns, or something like that. Something yeah. like that. Uh, probably ram horns or goat horns, and it had some inkwells mounted onto it. It's a very nice desk piece. Yeah. A great desk, dust gatherer, but you've got to remember, back in those days, yeah. they didn't have ballpoint pens. But this is back in just 19, remember, it's a uh, useful, 1880. It's a useful um, yes, thing where it, you can look at things more closely. Like, it was, it, it it was had, an inkwell. I thought it was a... Uh, no. It showed... It looked like it was... It was ram horns with two ink pots set into it because oh. back in those days, they didn't have a biros. Okay, you know, okay. Put, yeah, Ballpoint pens, if you will. Okay, so anyway, every quill. Shut up. <laughs> so, sorry. So anyway, the class disperse except for Alec, who gives him an extra added present, which turns out to be um either um probably um it was actually came out of of a curiosity shop, a, a very big he, rock. He found a lump of lava in a curiosity shop. And he had a, they had a, he was in charge of the fundraising and buying the gift. And he had a cut about three shillings left over. Yeah. And he thought, well, I do want to keep the money, so I'll see if I can buy something else as well. And yeah. he found this piece of yeah. volcanic rock. Yeah. And he puts it only if it can be bought for three shillings. And he had to barter with the um own, the um guy who owns the store yeah. for hours. Argue. Well, barter. is trading. So anyway, um, later that he then Oliver invites Alec over to have dinner with him and his niece and a, and a few of his colleagues who come who are coming. Yeah, to the dean of the college, one of the professors, yeah. I gather. Yeah. yeah. So he ends up coming, and he's um, changed into a sort of um, sort of Scottish. Um, well, he, what do they call it? A kilt. A kilt and whatever. Yeah. yeah. But he. But he he, his clothes were a bit raggedy because he wasn't very rich and uh, he was a bit of a shame to them. Mm-hmm. So one of the other guys left his clothes there in the yeah. bed and stole his clothes so he had to wear something decent. Yeah, yeah so quite, yeah, he looked very good considering he wasn't a Scot. He looked the part. He yeah. did. And nice there, knees. And there mm. he entertains Ginny with a nice um, <clears throat> song. Another, which, another girl on the old piano. I love that song. <coughs> I did. I really loved it. Yeah, well, bugger, never mind. And, and, he, and you'll be happy to know, I think that was the, the second main song in it. And I think there wasn't much more of that, was there? No, no. I guess they negotiated down to at least one um, yeah. solo song for yeah. him. Yeah, kept, kept him happy. Actually, you know that. Oh well, actually, that's not true. That he did sing "My My My Heart Is in the Highlands" later oh, on. Oh, have a couple of a couple, a couple, a couple of bars of it. Bars. But, but you know, when Ricky Nelson was in the Rio Bravo with John Wayne and Dean Martin, and he had about two or three songs in that. Mm. So yeah, hello. It's a, it's a, it was a western. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> anyway, um, as it turns out, Oliver doesn't turn up to his little dinner he party. His dinner, yeah. As and it turns out, he's, where is he? He's still at the university with his. Um, um, one Lumpy of his um, assistants, and they're trying to melt the lava off the rock. Because he chipped away. It was, a, it was, un, it was uh, very heavy for a lump of volcanic rock, and he chipped it with a 
whatever hammer or chisel or whatever. And he found something metallic or something inside it with smooth surface on it and some scratch marks. And yeah, three notches by the hand of man. Well, yeah. So he didn't want to break it. So he wanted to melt the lava off it. Yeah, mm. and <clears throat> soon enough, unexpectedly, or the um, the yeah, apparatus explodes. Well, that lava system was uh, acti- a- adding some uh, accelerant to this little mm. furnace to melt the lava down, and his hand slipped because he wasn't paying attention. He pulled too much in, and it blew up, and it shattered all the lava on the pl- around the sink, and they found a plumb bob inside it. Yeah. Yeah, and it has um, writing on it in that's in red ink or blood. We don't Probably know. Probably blood. Yep. Yeah, mm. and we find mm. out what it really it translates that I'm dying, but my life's work must not go in vain. And, and had and, some instructions on it. And mm. I've journeyed to the center of the earth, and I did it all that stuff. Well, and, and, the, he, and, and he, here's how you find the doorway. Mm-hmm. And it mm. says Ani Sakson. Uh, I don't know if he's a real guy. I never checked to find out where he's a real guy. Mm. I don't think he's real. I think it's just made up. Well, no, it might have been, but it could be based on a name. Might have been based on a real, um, a geologist type guy or something. Yeah. You know, yeah, and it's now Oliver knows right away what's going on. He that this Arnex Sockner went down to the journey of the center of the, to to was, the center of the earth and pro- tried to prove his point, even dis- though that yeah. means that he disappeared. He disappeared. Never came back. Well, no, no, what you're saying about it, writing papers and talking to people about it, and one day just disappeared, and no one knew where he went. Yeah. Uh-huh. Anyway, Oliver knows what he wants to do. He then contacts, letters uh, a colleague in Ireland or uh, no, uh, um, Stockholm. Yeah, Stockholm, and tells him um, that he wishes um, to um, talk a bit about this discovery he made. Yeah, and that was that was uh, Professor Gutenberg, which yeah. is Car- uh, Carla's. Husband, husband at the time. Yeah. While he while Oliver is waiting, um, his colleagues get annoyed that he hasn't attended any lectures for the past couple of days. Several weeks. So okay, several <laughs> weeks. And this annoys him because this is he's adding expense to their business he, and he, he has to be working. He's supposed to give lectures. Yes. Mm, yeah. Anyway, um, while this is happening, he, um, Oliver and Jenny they keep an ear out or an eye out for any mail from Mister. Gutenberg. Gutenberg, yes. And eventually, um, dear old Alec brought, presents a letter to Oliver. And while he's looking over the letter, him and Jenny just take to the library, and he discusses that they're gonna, he's gonna go open up and tell Oliver that he he's to, in love with um, Jenny, and he wants and, to marry her. Yeah. And at first, um, we think mm. it's all calm, and then at mom- that moment they're going to kiss, and then Oliver bursts into the room, acting all aggressive and angry, and like he doesn't feel like he wants to talk, be reasonable let's, with. Let's get on to the adventure part. Yeah, <laughs> somehow, dear old Mister Gutenberg has left what the universe he's working in and has journeyed uh, off. Yeah, to and, he, and and apparently, well, he gets the impression from the text that. He's trying to go to Iceland uh, to try gazump him on getting into uh, the uh, finding this tunnel to go into the underworld. Yeah, so yeah. he orders mm. Alec to get some tickets for him and who else to journey with him to to Iceland. Iceland. Yeah. And of course, his colleagues object and say all manner of things, and eventually they couldn't reason with him. Nope. And, and eventually, Alec says, "I must stop you for a minute. I need to talk to you. I need to ask you a very important question." 
And Danny's going, you smile, you're going to ask for the engagement, yes. He says, can I go with you? And he says, and then Jenny falls down the ladder. Yeah. <laughs> not, not being harmed or no, anything, yeah, but it was funny. Bottom, saw bottom, but, and Eventually, then, yeah. we um, fade in on Iceland, or the, or the Iceland, Iceland Mount yeah. Volcano. And <clears throat> Alec and uh, Oliver, they're on the top of it, and... Alec is a little shaken up because he's never been... He's afraid of heights. Yeah. No, yeah, you want to expect a stairway, an elevator. I didn't have elevators back in those days. But he yeah. probably never rock climbed either. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah, uh, So yes, yes. Oliver tells him to go into town, buy up all the rope, yeah, ropes gear, food, yeah, anything lamps, they're going to need. Yeah, all stuff like that. Yeah, food supplies. Yeah. yeah. While he takes um, examines the um, volcano for himself for a while. So later on, when he gets down, he meets his coachman, as it turns out. Well, it, was it wasn't his. It was a, a coachman had been sent there to collect him. Yeah, interesting thing is I found out that um, one of the coachmen in this movie, he's actually wore a, a wristwatch Oops. on his wrist, unknown by probably the audience. <coughs> they didn't have wristwatch back in those days. Yes. Uh-huh. Ha, ha, ha. Except oh, for the uh, odd pocket watch, which is They had a fob watch. They didn't, have, they didn't have wristwatches. No. Anyway, back to the story. Our, that's a really good Easter egg, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, the coachman drives him to a, I don't know, a fi- fish... Fishman's no, um, house. A, no, it's a, what? It's a farm which handles uh, goose or okay. duck feathers and stuff. They make okay. pillows and mattresses and that sort of stuff. Okay, yeah. near uh, a f- near um, a lake and uh, near a, uh, the ocean. Ida feathers, Ida down. Whatever, anyway, yeah. mm. he gets knocked out and places inside the um, chick where the all the um, ch- um, chicken fe- or duck feathers Ducks. are. And where he sees Alec, and Alec tells him about how he got clobbered on the back of his head, and he found before he tell, he then tells him that he went to the stores and in, in the shops, and as it turns out, all the rope, all the gear has been taken quick days before. Yeah. Meaning by by Professor he, Gutenberg. Gutenberg, yes. Meaning Gutenberg, he is going through many horrible steps to make sure he's not cheated of this well, horrible. Well, he, he wants great to go down there thing. and be first to be noted for it, and blah 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 blah. Anyway, you can't trust anybody, can you, folks? Yeah, luckily enough, our heroes get he- freed <coughs> or um, by Hans, the um, the Icelandic uh, farmer guy. He hears yeah. them in there, uh, in this. Uh, well, what do you call it? I don't know. I mean, just call it chicken. I mean, well, the, the, the fe- no, well, it's, it's not, it wasn't a bin, but you know, a locked room. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. They get him out, and uh, of course, he doesn't speak a word of English throughout this movie. So they had to um, use Carla. Well, well initially, he used a bit of sign language and the odd word, yeah, which he. Yeah, yeah so they just yeah. do it in small terms, like you take <laughs> us to. You, pointing at you, point us to. So-and-so. Oh, yeah. so-and-so. Yeah. They then head off yeah. to yeah. Um, um, Gutenberg's hotel and they kind of um, tricked um, the landlady to reveal which room he's in. So they're stuck in there with, yeah. with hands as assistants. He yeah, picked the lock. He picked the lock. <laughs> and they see all the gear and stuff and a dead body. <laughs> a dead body. Oops. Yeah, Alec was a bit miffed when he sees it. Well, he wasn't miffed. He was mm-hmm. taking him back. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they just and Oliver discovers that that he that Mr. Gutenberg was poisoned. Yeah, you figure because they, 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 they thought he might have had a heart attack or something, but when I stand there, 
older, being smell a very, something. Smelled something. He bent over and he got some little crummy stuff out of his goatee and found out it was potassium cyanide. Yeah. So his luncheon guest dispatched him somehow, yeah. rather. Meanwhile, yeah. mm. Carla. Um, Mr. Gutenberg's wife appears and the innkeeper tells her the bad news. Guess what? Your husband's been killed. I mean, has died. He's shut off this mortal coil. Yeah. And she mm. gets upset and all that. And then Oliver appears and tells her that the grisly news that her husband was murdered. Yeah. And then he, in his heart, mixed up capacity, just tries to cooks Miss Carla coax, not cooks coaxes coax her. her to allow him to take all that gear off her ha- hands. hands he would but, have bought it yes. but he she says that 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 how could she just, just dispatch all this stuff to him when it was actually her husband who was doing yeah, she all thought this. her husband had been working on this thing for years and years and years she had no idea that he stole the idea and who knows how many Mm. times he's stolen someone else's ideas i like to think this is not the first time but anyway she she reads her husband's diary and is there in a couple of lines in there indicating that he was stealing somebody else's work yeah and he was trying to dispatch dear old um mr lynn oliver and his um, associate keep him out of the way so he can bugger off and go underground and he talks and he talks about Mm. Um, another associate that he knew called Count Sacknesson. Yeah, a descendant of Arnie. the Arnie Sacknes, who um, has the family has lived throughout <coughs> in Ireland for many years, like an old family Why do you of say sorts. Ireland? Well, that's what they say. It's, it's in Iceland. Okay, Iceland. Sorry, <laughs> I don't know why I say that. It's an island. Okay, What's Iceland. Island? Okay, how's that? Yeah. Iceland and her. So they're a big yeah. family and they're well known throughout the years. So, And as you'll well soon see, you'll find out more about him later on. He's a nice man. Not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Carla eventually gives in and gives Oliver and his associate the, um, the gear. gear. But However, there's a catch. <coughs> there's always a catch. There's a good looking babe involved. Yeah. Yeah, she yeah, says, yeah. and... That she would like to take part, and seeing as she speaks Icelandic language, she'd be, be a big help to them. Yeah, conversing with the uh, big Icelandic guy who doesn't speak English. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so at first, Oliver says, "You can't come. You're a woman." All that stuff. But she says that she wants to help, and she wants yeah, to represent her, her husband, husband in his name as well, even though her even husband's though a big cheat. Yeah, he's a naughty guy. Yes. Mm. Yeah, I like to think he was cheating all of. Well, he, he might not have been a very. You know, like he might have been a very good guy, but he, he he might have been thinking about this sort of stuff himself, and something along something somewhere along the line, something fell straight into his lap and says, "Beaut, it's finally him." Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. meaning if if there was more clues or um, ideas that we can be able to climb, go into the sand of the earth, I imagine... Well, you can't. Yeah, that's true. But I can tell you many reasons why, but you can't. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, so that's what's going on. So we fade in on the, them arriving on their donkeys, or not near it, on the donkeys. They just arrive there with all <clears> their <throat> gear and head to the volcano of sorts. And they, and they lower themselves... Well, eventually, after figure, finding where the front door is, yeah. they lower themselves down to into an, the a, a little ledge inside the volcano, the crater, well, the crater. And now, this part drag gets me rather funny. Why? They all go down this little ledge yes. without knowing where to go to from there. No one's up there to pull them back up, and there's no way to get back up because they pull the rope down. How are they going to get back up the top? That's a good question. <laughs> so anyway, back to this story. 
so they today. So they found the place and they eventually make their way down and as they go down, they Oliver instructs them to make sure they keep their breathing ap- uh, apparatus on hand in case they lose breath or yeah, go in a gassy area. Yeah, or and keep their lights, you know, you don't wherever use they go. Semi lamps. Yeah, you only have two. They had lamps. Each mm. one had a lamp, but mm. only have two lamps on the tie, so you don't wear them out. Yeah. So yeah. they begin to climb, climb their way down, and as they're going, they end up nearly getting crushed by a huge boulder of sorts. Reminiscent of Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. Mm. And eventually they find um, the f- special three notches that's, that, that is engraved on the ground, which yeah, indicate that, 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 that Mr. Sarkness has been... Sarkness. is guiding their footsteps using markers. Yeah, yeah the same three marks from the plumb bob they found. Yes, mm. meaning he's guiding them to whatever place they need to go to for safety to make cool. sure this is all they get through yeah. okay. It's a bit like Hansel and Gretel. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, so they continue on and they, there's even a scene where they hear um, a rough, sh- have a rough shudder, you know, sorts underground. Oh, yeah, yeah. a slight earth tremor. Yeah. But down there it wasn't that slight, yeah. Yeah, up d- down there it's like a yeah. huge earthquake. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, earthquake. Up there, it's a tremor. Yeah, so yeah. they fold it. Yeah, later that yeah. later that night, while they're asleep, resting after a lo- their long journey through the the <coughs> underground, they Carla, are, yeah, hears um, some noise footsteps through the, the um, pitter of little feet. Yeah, while Oliver it thinks that nah, she's just dreaming of stuff, yada yada yada. And but yeah, yeah females are But he he kind of forgets that there's another rival looking at He didn't Foley. know who was there. Yeah. Mm, true. Uh-huh. Anyway, he's unaware of it, but I think that he eventually realizes that much later on, while they're while they're sleeping, the Mr um, well, let's say Count. Yeah, count yeah, he and his associate begins to cover up the new marks and gives them some new ones, so they lead them in the wrong direction. Yeah, direction. probably got lost. However, that yeah. didn't work. Oh, just so you guys know, Hans brings along a duck, a pet Gertrude. duck. Yeah, mm. and while they're walking down the um, passageway, Gertrude wanted to go the right way. Yeah, she's a smart duck. Yeah, and dear old Oliver notices, um, dimensions-wise, from from his compass, that this doesn't feel right. Yeah, the, the, yeah he, he would have gone the same way as Gertrude. See, the professor is as smart as a duck. Quack. <laughs> is that making crackers? I don't know. I don't know. But a lot of people mm. often say um, doctors are a load of qu- are crackers. A bunch, a bunch of quacks, yeah. Quacks. Well, he's not a doctor. He's a, he's a professor. Okay, sorry, guys. What's so, up, doc? <laughs> What's up, prof? You know, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> while they're making the way down the wrong way, eventually Alec ends up <clears throat> falling and eventually... Lucky he had a rope on him. Yeah, and luckily enough, Hans was there to pull him up. And eventually, Carla goes back the way she they came. She came and she founds the real marks. And they realise that there's another that, one following uh, them, hinting that that he has that she's been right along. That there is a, another come following, or not following there, but doing the exact same thing they're doing. Yes, trying mm. to beat them to their goal. Mm. Uh. Yes, 
Anyway, oh. they vent, but mm. eventually Hans makes an awesome discovery back at the other ro- the wrong entrance. They find a crystal paradise. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That's the best way to put it. Yeah, there's nice fresh water down there. Yeah, probably for warm springs. from mineral springs from the volcanic rocks around. And yeah, <coughs> but you know how you get crystal, yeah. crystalline yeah, things special like crystals yeah, like. Well, you know, water is crystalline. You've got yeah. chemicals in it. You know, yeah, you, I read. Yeah. I've, I did an experiment mm. with special crystals. Where you they, grew some. Yeah, yes. they were. Mm. That was really incredible and fun. Yeah, to tiny do. ones, glowed in the dark, if you will. It took me a while to grow them, obviously. But well, you kept putting water on. They kept dying. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> That's a joke. I didn't, they didn't I die. I water. Kept putting water on. They died. Yeah, it's. It's a joke. It was not funny. Okay, well, yeah, anyway, well, moving yeah. on. So our heroes um, take the time out to have a nice warm bath in the shower. hot springs or stuff like that. Shower. But yeah, mm. they, ba- they, ba- they cleanse their bodies. Yeah. And of course, Oliver tells Carla a delicate question that she should move her corset <coughs> and stuff. Corset, like he said. Yeah, so because they go into some hot areas. That means mm. that um, every bit of starch of clothing is going to be... They're going to need to Anything breathe. Anything that restricts your breathing. Yeah. Especially your diaphragm, okay? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Move so. along. It wasn't that funny. Okay? I thought it was hilarious. About, especially when Gertrude the young duck ends up um, having the um, corset draped on her backside. She walks <laughs> off over it. We walk off dragging behind and, it. It will be to And Hans it. and Oliver, they watch. <laughs> but in a funny way. Meanwhile, while this is happening, Alec is um, getting going to get lost. Yeah, he's, he's, his lamp falls down this little hole in the next to where he was having a bathe, and he went down this hole to grab it, and he couldn't find his way back up. And man, honestly, mm. I could see the way out Me too. from where I was sitting at my lounge chair. Now, if he held it, and he went, he went back, a couple of feet, went too far, came back, couldn't find his way out. Yeah, there wasn't well, too many places to go. Yeah. While this is happening, mm. Oliver <laughs> took the liberty of taking one of those crystals and for um, a souvenir, souvenir to, but to prove he's been down there and found something marvelous. But unfortunately, that kind of starts uh, causing it, a chain yeah, reaction. It, 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 it reduced the integrity of the wall. It developed a little crack, which got bigger and bigger, and you got a trickle of water came out, and then got bigger and bigger, and the whole thing collapsed. This big flooding mass of water came rolling. Yeah, uh, I think that you were there. saying something to me yeah. while, yesterday mm-hmm. when we watched it, mm-hmm. that if this was happening, wouldn't um, where water, Alec was... Water would have gone down to where mm-hmm. Alex was and flooded down the hell out of him, but mm-hmm. he was on a lower level. Yeah. But no. That's an interesting question. But, I keep wondering why yeah. that the directors didn't think of that. Of course, they did want him to die. Anyway, it doesn't okay. matter. So I hear those... Hans, Oliver, and Carla, they eventually get onto um, safer ground after that incident, and including the duck. Uh, hey, poor little ducky. Yeah, and poor while Gertrude. this is happening, Alec is going on a separate adventure throughout the caves and the tunnels, and eventually he nearly comes close to nearly breaking his neck or whatever when a piece of rock breaks off and yeah. causes a um, bit of a... Um, what was it? What happened there? That I think that. What are you tell me? Well, um, he was climbing across a, a rock a, a bridge. A rock bridge that collapsed, and, and, and the rock went down to a fluorescent pool, and he couldn't get back across the little bridge, so he walked, went off in that direction. Yeah. And eventually, uh, Professor Lindbrook comes out of that area and says, Oh, look, he might have fallen down there. 
Shame, shame, shame. Mm. Yeah, while this is happening, Alec, um, he's, he goes into the, the salty areas, and this is where it gets more humid. And hold on to your hats, ladies. This is where he starts, you know, taking off his shirt, and we get to see a bit of... A bit of beefcake. Yeah. 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 He's, he's not built like uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, but he does look too bad. I, yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. I loved it. Well, especially the... The um, girls would like I loved the... Um, yeah. The... Um, the um, Nice hot steam come, you know, on his yeah, on his body. Sweaty, hot and sweaty. Ooh. Anyway, yeah. eventually he, during being in the salty areas, um, some of his belongings get sunk, gets um, ends up dis- disappearing. Yeah, it was on his him. breathing apparatus. His apparatus. That's all, that's all his, he had with him. Gear. Okay. Well, yeah, and his lamp. Obviously. Only his lamp. Okay. And he ends his up magic lamp. Yeah. He sort of rubbed it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it ends up sinking into. The sand and it's like it was salt, salt, <laughs> and he sinks more than once until he got, gets to a, to a final level, yeah, and there down. he yeah. encounters Count Sacknelson, uh, yeah, yeah. and he tells him that he wants him to carry his belongings. Of course, his servant died, probably a heart attack in fear, and and probably beaten up by the count, or yeah. that, or mm-hmm. he um, was gonna. Um, you know, abandon this quest of his and <clears throat> want to leave. And how's he gonna get home? Good question. Call cab. <coughs> Eventually, um, due to Alex refusing to a proper weight, um, the count, the shoots, count him shoots him in the arm. And yeah. then we hear a bit of echo throughout the um, uh, throughout uh, the um, uh, the tunnels. And, and it just so happens that Oliver Lindenbrook has a little apparatus to tell direction where the initial sound came from. Yeah. How handy is it? Yeah, he had yeah. a whole laboratory in his backpack. Yeah. Hey, it was all it was thanks to that um ex colleague of his <laughs> or not ex colleague I should say, the cheat who just robbed him of all that stuff that Oh, why didn't you carry a car down there with him then, okay? Anyway, hey, moving on. Um. So Oliver, Carla and Hans eventually find um Alec passed out and they revive him with with medical attachment. And of course they encounter the count and dear old Oliver in his in sneaky capacity throws some salt into his eyes. And says a bourgeois trick. So sorry. Yeah. And while he's tongue in cheek and while he's recovering from his sand attack I mean, I mean, salt, salt attack. attack. Um, Snack attack. Salt. No. Uh, salt. salt. <laughs> I needed some potatoes. I mean, some salt and yeah, a and salt some vinegar and salt and vinegar hey, potatoes. Hey, wouldn't it be called a, a salt? Hey, he, he salt. He, he, got, he, <laughs> he got assaulted. Yes, he did. <laughs> like a peanut. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so as they're seeing as they're the um, only members of their authority figures in this, where under the and in the centre of the earth. It's up to Oliver and the rest of the group to work out where their final verdict against the yeah, count. Yeah, and the count, they, they they put charge him of one act of murder and one act of mayhem, and they they pass judgment. He should be executed, but nobody wanted to execute him. Yeah. See, Hans' reason was that he was loyal to the so, family for years, and he couldn't do that. And being Icelandic. Yeah, and mm. Carla is a woman. She's a what? What me? I'm a woman. You've been. A, Denying your womanhood up to now, now you're hiding behind it. You know. Yeah, and Alec says that he cannot shoot with yeah, with a damaged hand, hand because he's he, his right hand, and his right arm's in a sling. And he's and uh, Carla says, "Well, being the leader of the group, is the you should do it." 
Yeah. And he can do it either. So, yeah, meaning they can't do away a human being. Not See, they're very nice people. See, a very nice family movie, okay? Yeah, anyway, Hans eventually makes the discovery that the lamps they have... It's underwear out. Yeah, because of the salt inside probably yeah. where they, where the, yeah, uh, they are. Yeah, uh, it destroys the coils and stuff, yeah. Yeah, and... The count suggests they evac- Just, leave this part of the area. And he said, and, and all you have to do is turn them off. Huh. Yeah. They, they find that there's a lum, a, a, yeah. a luminous light, lumina, luminescent fungi or something or, other, or algae, algae, algae on the walls, yeah. which some like the same as similar to the fireflies and glowworms and stuff. Yeah. And as soon as they turn the turn the lamps off, all the walls start to light up from the glow of this algae. Hmm. Yeah, so they don't have Lucky. To, so they don't have to worry about lamps anymore Yay. so much. So anyway, um, our heroes continue on, and while this is happening, eventually they arrive at another spot. And while they, um, um, <clears throat> Carla's writing notes for the um, professor, she's and they get into a heated argument, and then um, they notice Alec is disappeared again. Good grief! This kid can't stay close to the group any time, can he, you know, people? Hello, kitty. <laughs> Eventually, Alec f- discovers some mushrooms. Yeah, little ones you could eat, and big ones like trees, and some in the middle. Yeah, yeah some of them look like pi- biggest pine trees. Yeah. Or anyway, it's he then tells more about that later. Yeah, he then t- tells the others, and they end up having doing a bit of a jig, kind of fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, and not, no, he wasn't singing. No, just, a bit, of, just yeah. a bit of dancing. And we just, la, 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 and then we hear a happy. slight growling noise outside, <clears throat> which indicates they're not alone, so to speak. Uh, yeah, a big wizard. Mm, yeah. So, anyway, moving on. So, our heroes um, in, enjoy their time in the mushroom garden. They were having mushroom this mm. and mushroom. They were having mushroom porridge. They're having mushroom steaks. They're, yeah, Alec uh, and, is. Um, uh, and they've been living on salt beef for weeks and weeks or months and months, and that's just, it was nice to yeah. have a change. And Alec Why don't is, you have the mushrooms on the salted beef? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mushroom gravy. So mm-hmm. Alec is thrilled about the change in the menu and all that. And eventually. He's reminded by Carla about his love interest back home. Yeah. Seeing as he says that Carla, with Carla there, it's kind of... You um, have no sun, you have no moon, you have no stars, but yeah. we do have you. And he says, and what's the name of the girl you love? Yeah. What's I going to do with it? Yeah, man. Man, yeah. indeed. Anyway, Oliver is enjoying um, mm. absolute um, nothing by having a snooze. Nice and quiet and relaxed. Tummy full of mushrooms. Mm. And thinking yeah. that he doesn't have to worry about loud noises from the kitchen or loud, and or street noises. He just loves the peace and of quiet, quiet underneath the ground. Yeah. Could you imagine that type of tranquility down there? I could imagine. It's very quiet. Like if you left home. Have you nice and quiet? Ah. So anyway, he then hears um, um, Hans chopping down the big mushroom trees. Yeah, the ones that look more like solid wood, like oak or something, or yeah. cedar or something. Yeah. yeah. And he's to- and they t- and Alec tells him that that 
Count I'll just say the count. Just say the count. Okay, the count requested that Hans make does the um, chopping down some of those mushroom trees. Yeah, and cut them into scrotal lengths. We soon find out. Yeah, Oliver heads out through a tunnel, and there it opens up to a dirty great big ocean. Yeah, and it opens up to a sky that sort of looks like a sky, but maybe that looks like rocks. Yeah, so it's an underground ocean. Yeah. With transparent rock formation. Well, above it. nice matte painting, hey. <laughs> anyway, so the count tells him that at this that that he, while he was having a nap, he was he was watching the ocean and telling about and telling Hans that we need might need um, a, a raft, a to raft go very soon. And, and Oliver appreciated the fact that, that okay, yes, he took the initiative. So yeah, and as this point on, there's probably no notches that, to guide them to where they're going to go to next here. Mm. And whilst they discuss this, we hear a roar, <laughs> and then we hear another roar <laughs> noise, and we see giant lizards. Well, it's supposed to be dinosaurs. But what that? What they actually are using? I've got it written down here somewhere. Uh, now, they're supposed to, they're called dimetrodons, they're the, uh, the, the prehistoric name, but they're actually used by rhinoceros iguanas. So I've never seen one before. I gather they're the great big ones. Well, yeah. I've seen toys of them, but that's different. I'm talking about rhinoceros iguanas. I'm not talking about the dinosaurs, okay? I know, I just meant that mm. I've seen... Those in toy shops, those special rhinoceros yeah. iguana things. No, that's the di- that's that's the dimetrodon that they made the lizard look like that by gluing a sail on its back. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Well, moving right along. So <laughs> anyway, uh, heroes. Um, well, I w- I'll say one hero because I'm not sure about um, the count. Because oh, he's a hero. Just yeah. not a very good one. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they swim out to the water while this is happening. And eventually they try to, they run back into the cave and they get themselves suited up to head head off to the into the water. But they eventually the creatures start ganging up and making more advances. Yeah, so they they kill one of the dimetrodons. Yeah, some I, a couple of spears like yeah, yeah they had where they where they came from. I don't know. Yeah, eventually, eventually they they. <clears throat> They make their escape while the no. last, while the remaining d- dinosaurs, dinosaurs are eating their friend, eating their colleague. Oh, I want a bit more of Barry. Okay, Meanwhile, back on on the surface, Jenny is grieving over the her loss of Alec and of Oliver. She's um, feeling lonely, and yeah. it's snowing outside, and she's. I wonder where they are. <laughs> yeah, her housekeeper or maid, I'm not sure, um, tries to cheer up by giving her some fresh apples, but it's nothing. It's not it's the same. An apple's a replacement for her boyfriend, fiance? No. I don't think so. While this is happening, our a pumpkin maybe? With a smiley face on no, Sorry. While this oh, is happening, <laughs> Alec and our rest of our car. Ca- Crew, uh, they're just um on the water, and he's playing his um. His little squeak. He, he has one of his little hand accordions. Yeah, he got it as a gift from Jenny, from Jenny before he left. And Oliver oh, tells him to shut the fucking thing off. He didn't say, uh, say that. Okay, not to shut the fucking thing. Off. He just says he's, put that toy away. And all of a sudden, it flies out of his hand. And he says, "I didn't tell you to throw it away." And all of a sudden, all the metal objects. Yeah, 
Any, any metal, um, Henny, copper, yeah, steel, yeah. whatever. Hans's tooth. That Your was, gold tooth, yeah, everything, yeah, everything made of some sort of metal. Carla's wedding ring yeah. and everything. So yeah. there's all their gear, including the food that's in, in tin, in tins, whatever, uh, that has gone. been gone. And they just realised it. Well, I don't know how he realised it so quickly. This must be the centre of the earth. Yeah, because all well, the metal is attracted to the well, centre of the earth. Well, if like. that was the centre of the earth, the centre of gravity, that should be right there on a dot in the middle of the planet. How will it, how come they're on a flat sea? Anyway, ocean? they eventually yeah, no, get into a whirlpool. <laughs> is that the word? Yeah, whirlpool? a whirlpool, yeah. And they eventually avoid it. And while this is happening, Jenny awakens from a nightmare. I think that she was probably having a premonition, premonition dream. Yeah. Something was going on with my little boyfriend. And yeah. No and her uncle. Eventually, uncle. they arrive on another island, and they're exhausted. Well, the other shore. Another shore, and they're exhausted. There's no and food, yeah. and their their clothing <coughs> is very badly damaged. Yep, they're getting raggedy by the minute. And eventually, um, they they all collapse, yeah. and and while. And Everyone's Hans, there. And Han, Hans wants to ask, ask them, where do they go from here? And all of a sudden, tired minds can't think straight. Let's so have a sleep. Let's have a rest. And he tells Carla that, well, you know, he tells her reminiscences about a memory he had when he was, when a, he kid, was a child. Where he yes. says that his, well, his mother told him to eat his porridge, but she, he didn't want it. And he, he says, Oliver, there will be a time when, when you want to eat that porridge. And, I, and I, Carla t- looks at him and says, How, I bet she'll be very proud that, of that little boy who did, did his porridge. porridge. Oh. And I think it's a tender moment. Even They were getting closer. Oh. When you're close to death, the relationships will build up. Hey, yeah, yeah, so yeah. while they're sleeping, um, the duck um, wanders, uh, off. wanders off. And while he's wandering off, um, the Count notices right. him and he trails after the duck. Because he's feeling a bit peckish. peckish and he wants duck under glass or duck all orange or something or other. Or, yeah. or raw duck in this case because he's got no matches. Yeah, mm. anyway, Hans notices this and he starts trailing after both duck and the Count. And he finds and a he piece finds of feather few, yeah. and some bloody feathers. Oh, that's scary. That bit, it, that bit mm. creeped me out when I saw that. That poor duck. Yeah. RSPCA and you know, Humane Society, the animals. I don't know, maybe. <laughs> I don't even know if they had the RSPPSA I was joking. back then. I was joking. They would have had humane, humane animal societies, whatever anyway, they call America. Our, stuff, yeah. Rem, our, the other characters, they follow after Hans and he finds the Count um, trying to break open a... a Probably a, a new doorway. I, that's I think he was making some new marks. Yeah. Where he wanted to go. So, oh, look, I found some marks here. Yeah. And Hans, <laughs> yeah. Um, he then grap- you know, grapples Grappled with him. Grappled with him because he knows he killed his little duck, Gertrude. Yeah. And while this is happening, our a man meaning- and his duck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and Alec and Oliver try to get him, Hans, to settle down a bit. Settle down. And then um, the Count. He accidentally knocks over the rock, and then that and kind of causes a bit of an avalanche. An avalanche, and the count gets squished by a, a, a few tons of rocks. When everyone's going, oh, oh never mind. <laughs> yeah. Moving right along. <laughs> yeah, they eventually find this is the entrance to Atlantis, an underground city. Yes. Wow, ah. the ah. yes, it is impressive. We're getting near the end, folks. It's yes. getting really exciting now. <laughs> yeah, this is the interesting part. They eventually. So this is um the the rarest city of Atlantis. Wow! What see, do you... it does exist. See, it's in the movie. Yeah. yeah. 
they then explore the city. There was at uh, first Alec found a few stale bread that turns out an to old be bakery or something or other or yeah. a restaurant or something. Yeah, yeah. It's really funny that St. an earthquake and that got that far down. It wouldn't have been that neat. Okay. I know, but mm. look at the Titanic, Mike. I mean, some of those the things... The tables and chairs aren't still sitting neatly in the dining room. I know, okay. but sometimes if, when you look at those water shots, mm-hmm. you will see a few bits of bro- not-so-broken china. Like, they, they're still intact. Like, they haven't been broken, yes. completely severely broken. But, and some of them have been brought back to the museums. I know that. I'm just telling you guys um, what I've, I've heard and seen. Um, we have seen. Yes. Anyway... Hans eventually finds um, um, sort of a, a saucer like what's the, what's it called? It's a sacrificial altar. Yeah, um, where thingy, big, yeah, a big bowl an altar thing. to the gods, so to speak. Yeah, you have a big a big fire going at it. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, and or ceremonial fires or stuff. Yeah. but it's a big one. Yeah. Big one. Anyway, while they were looking at it, they Alec discovers makes a new discovery of of creepy proportions. Uh, the skeleton remains. Oh, Arnie Sucklesson. Yeah. And Oliver says, oh, this is how far you come. And he looks at Alec and Carla and says, why are you guys staring at? Say hello to a nice uh, a a Courageous man or whatever, yeah. And yeah. he said, look where his finger's pointing. Ooh. His finger on his, his right hand or left hand was pointing to, the to chim- a hole in the wall, which was actually a, a ga- a, an opening which took you into a chimney, yeah. which was the way up. Yeah. Aha. Yeah. So they approach it, and of course, um, everything that so much is, you know, it, it's sort of a vacuum. Yeah, well, yeah, the, there's wind is rushing up there. Yeah. The hot air rises, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. yeah, so he gets Hans to climb up there as far as he can go without getting. He won't get blown away because he's, he's a big fellow. Yeah. yeah. So, but, and while this is happening, Alec goes and explores the um, rest of uh, the. Uh, you know, Atlantis to find out if there's any food and maybe some stuff they could use. Yeah, he he then finds flints. flints. What's that exactly? They're things that you know, help to make fire. It's like it's like it's like a little rock, and when you strike it against another rock, mm. it makes a spark, and that spark will set that yeah. fire to a dry material like dis- leaves or whatever. We yeah. also discover another lizard living in the Atlantis area. Now, oh, now, hang on a minute. Here we go. Now, it, they actually used a joint monitor lizard. Um, uh, called a red tegu, tegu, uh, playing the part of a megalania, uh, and they mo- they they paint ready colour to make it look really weird. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yeah. So well, so they eventually Hans comes down and tells them the grieved news that grieved news, grave news. Yeah, as it turns out, it's it's an easy climb, but as it turns out. The, there's an obstacle in their path. A big rock. A big rock is blocking yeah. that part of the... And if um, they get that out of the way, they should be able to get up to, and make the way of service. I shouldn't think. No. Anyway, definitely And ropes. so Oliver, mm. uh, he he takes a moment to sulk or grieve no, or he's thinking, he's contemplating. And while he's doing this, um, uh-huh. he then has a solution. He says, we can make this li- uh, rock's landslide. Yeah, of course, we missed something before. Arnie Sackleson had a haversack with him. Yeah. And there was gunpowder in it. Alex picked it up earlier on and said, there might be some food in here. Yeah. Yeah, Mm, yeah, right, okay. Eventually, so so Han and Alec, they climb to the um, top 
to the, the rock. rock to the top, and they start using bits of thread, probably from the clear well, clothing. They made a hole in a rock to put the gunpowder in. Yeah, but they used a bit of and um, then they made old, the, old thread, yes. probably from their clothing. They made yeah, a long thread. Mm. A long wick. Yeah, a long wick of thread. Not a John Wick, just an ordinary wick. Yeah, and they make it a very long strand, and they all climb into this, the um, special altar. The oldest stone thing to for a bit of protection. Yeah. And they set fire to the wick, which and goes sputter, 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 sputter. The halfway gets it stops because of the wind. So. Dear Oliver then jumps out of the altar and, and, and relights, it. relights it. But then that's when the lizard starts to attack. Yeah, and gets its big tongue out and wraps yeah. around Oliver's leg. And luckily enough, Alec jumps out and he uses the um, um, uh, chisel he found. The chisel and, and the hammer. And, and, and through the lizard's tongue and he couldn't... Yeah, cut, yeah. saw tongue. Yeah, anyway, they then jump back into the altar and then... We hear a huge explosion, which kind of night kind of causes a bit of a chain yeah, reaction. Yeah, and actually, Oliver said, uh, "I can guarantee you that the explosion will move the rock obstacle. I can't guarantee what effect it's going to have on down here. Yeah. It could cause a cave in or something else. Guess what? He was right. <laughs> yeah, it somehow causes um, the whole Thing Atlantis to, to erupt. Yeah, and and this is the part I found." Funny, you had all these flagstones I'm walking on, maybe let's say about 200, 300 mil thick, uh, and that started to move, and lava was under it. Mm. Now, if you had that much lava underneath these mm. big blocks, it would have been impossible to walk on those rocks. However, they were doing it quite easily. Yeah, <laughs> so anyway, um, eventually <coughs> lava the lava up. starts rising, and... Our heroes, they rain, raining in the um, special um, this, this, bowl. Yeah, this bowl actually, small, the, the things, it's a form of asbestos, so it ain't going to burn or break down. Yeah, yeah mm. but they were on touch on top of uh, the um, altars. I know, and they're in it, yeah. Brick and or whatever. It's, and so, it's a bowl-shaped, so the lava makes it float over yeah. to this uh, yeah. so chimney it's, thing. So it starts yeah. forming up and up and up. and it's really fast. Yeah. And eventually yeah. it plummets into the sea. It blows out of the top of the volcano yeah. and falls into the sea. Yeah, well, meanwhile, scientists in yes. Italy, they discover um, the volcano eruption and they find it unusual because this volcano it's was been uh, extinct. extinct. For years and years, years and all of a sudden it went bang. And mm. somehow they said it, it's no some kind of explosion has, prevent, has made this it erupt. Was, and it, was it Stromboli? Is it was Stromboli? It's somewhere in Italy. Yeah, Stromboli, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Some, now they they, they started up nicely and came out in Italy. Yeah. yeah mm. So they made a very big stretch. That's a long walk. <sighs> anyway, chunks of rock have been feeding the water, and including the altar stone thing. And some people. Yeah. Somehow, Carla and Han and Oliver the they they the, get onto um, a, a, fishing, a boat. fishing boat, and but. Alec is not among them again. Yeah, he fell out of the uh, older thingy while it was still in the air, and they didn't know where he was. Now we do a cutaway here, don't we? Yeah, dear old Oliver is stuck in a tree. Alec, Al- I mean, oh, I don't know why I said Alec. That. Alec <laughs> is stuck in, in a tree in a convent where the nuns are. Yeah, and the nuns uh, got him a ladder and saying, um, "We got you a ladder, yada yada." But he says, "I don't need a ladder, ladies. I need some." Pants. Your trousers, pantaloons. <laughs> Eventually, the Ooh, women pantaloons. get... And then, then the branch breaks. Yeah. And he falls down the ground, 
And lucky there's a spare sheep there, he picks up the sheep and he um and he moves behind the tree. Now actually I when he did that I'm pretty sure I saw he was actually wearing a pair of shorts because I thought I had a glimpse of it just around the side of the sheep. So he wasn't really naked. Yeah, so the sheep wasn't embarrassed, okay? Oh, poor mm. sheep. Anyway, we ride back in Edinburgh. Edinburgh. Sorry, guys. Anyway. Scotland. Yes, yeah, <laughs> so they ride back. Alec is in good condition. He's just in a wheelchair for a while. Yeah. And we get um, in what Oliver then goes on to give an expressible, nice speech, telling them about how they found the. They went on a journey, and, and but he couldn't prove it. Yeah, because he, and he wouldn't say, "Take my word for it." Yeah, he just says right. um, that there's no proof of it, and even though he's a scientist, and they're all about trying to find the proof of it. Yeah. There's not going to prove it didn't happen. It's like doing a movie. If it's not in frame, it doesn't it exist. Doesn't exist. <laughs> so anyway, um, he then tells them, encourages them that, that that to continue following in their footsteps exactly. and continue, <clears throat> you know, that scientists will continue exploring the unknown, the great unknown, stuff. whatever, blah blah blah. And while this is happening, Alec has been approached by a lady, another la- who tells us lady. and who asks him about his injuries, and he tells him that he got them when he was wa- he was Coming. running down the steps yeah. of the church. Yeah, and she made a comment. Oh, it must be no sort of a, what's it? No, no, no um, marriage for you at all. Yeah, and and, and she said, uh, Jane said, you'd be surprised, Alex. <laughs> I'll give you a break. So I mean, obviously, uh, his broken leg didn't slow down on the old wedding night. <laughs> I, I I was saying that too. Oh, yeah, thank you, man. a bit of the old hey. in the yeah, the blowny pony. Yes. Uh, well, in those terms. Oh, anyway, um, meanwhile, was, what is his riding side saddle? Yeah, <laughs> Hans makes his final goodbyes to Oliver, telling him that he plans on on going home, and, and he makes a little bit of a speech in broken English. Yeah, where he says that if he go, if Oliver goes down to the general center of Earth again, he'll, he'll be go, he'll send word him. to him, and he'll be gladly to come along. Because he had a great time. Yeah, yeah. It's really boring where he lives. You know, nothing yeah. happens. You know, and he tr- and Oliver tries to. Coax um, Carla to help him remember the time it's, it's, down it's, it's the stay, stay with him there in his yeah, in Edinburgh to help him yeah. write his, a story of their adventures. And 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 he suggested, why didn't he stay at my house? There's no problem there. And she made a comment, something like, it's one thing to spend days and nights together under the earth, earth but in Edinburgh? And said, so what do you propose, he says. And she says... That's not a word I'd banty around too much. And he says, what word? Which word? <laughs> so, uh, uh, and he and says, I knew it will catch in, in your throat. throat. And <laughs> she traipses off. But he follows behind her, calling her uh, Mrs. Um, Gutenberg. Gutenberg. And then he finally... And, and, and she stops. And she turns and gives him a smack. Yes, look. Oliver. Yes, um. Oliver. And he approaches her again, calling her by her first name. Yeah. And she, he, she says, I warn you, I'm, I'm wearing, wearing stains, stains again. again. And they have a big kiss. And... Right, and they're closing, music and, and stuff. They, and yeah, they start singing the same stupid school, bass song again. school anthem, whatever. Where And it sounds really great. Oh, yeah, but yeah, yeah whatever. The credits, <laughs> uh, then the, um, end, the ending title appears, and we then fade it. And fade on the, the movie. And there, at the end, we find a dedication to the um, special, thanks to the special 
guys at the caves for allowing the the guys yeah, they, to they, they, film it some there. Some of the filming was actually done in the cave network. Yeah. Some was obviously done in Edinburgh because it was done in Edinburgh. Uh-huh. Uh, so I'll get into production in a minute. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, moving right along, uh, do you want to say anything more about the story? That's yes, finished then. Yes, I will. So, anyway, let me see. It's finished now? Yeah. I'll before I get into production? Shut up. He's talk over me as well. Uh, yeah, for the, uh, when they did the lava scene for in that last bit, um, it was made out of, probably made of oatmeal. Probably. And I mean, bread. me and Mike were discussing whether it was made of, um, uh, let me see. We were, or glycerin, glycerin or something. Or... or or something like a chopped up uh, capsicum, yeah, bell or peppers, whatever. I, yeah. Well, I suggested chili. Yeah, yeah, or I said bell chili. peppers, yeah, bell peppers, yeah. Um, that, that sort of stuff. And it, yeah, and they, yeah, they use what uh, cornmeal or something, cornflour yeah. or yeah, whatever, yeah. Yeah, Oats, it's yeah. kind of clever when you Interesting. think Interesting. So, yeah, and it, lumpy enough, and they just put it red and colour it and whatever. And, yeah. And make it all runny like yeah. your, your Another your, thing, guys, I'd like to mention eat. that... That I should have mentioned earlier that me and Mike, we are just we came, our family came from Edinburgh, right? Edinburgh, yeah. Yeah, our fa- I, my last name is Stevenson. Now, I will not get into it too much because mm. there's a couple of spelling mistakes in here and everything. Yeah. But I believe I'm a direct descendant of George Stevenson, the steam. Um, locomotive inventor James Watt made the steam engine mm. and st- and uh, and uh, James Watt did that and George Stevenson made the first steam locomotive yeah uh, now Robert Louis Stevenson who has a slightly different spelling we believe is part of the same family because both families were studying engineering yeah and both doing an engineering trade or studies at the university both business and I heard a story from my grandfather that he actually changed the spell of his name Due to a family dispute, and the chances are the family dispute was he didn't want to be an engineer, he wanted to be a bloody writer. So he had to change the spell of his name. So that's why. Yeah, but that's what I heard, but I, I got no proof of that. So. Yeah, I don't yeah. have any proof of it. Mm. I mean, I guess the only way we can do that is by exploring well, our family tree. But I, well, I don't want to do a family tree, but what I propose to do, if you, anyone's out there listening, and next year when the coronavirus settles down, we can travel abroad again. We're planning a trip to go to Venice for a few days, then cut our way over through Spain or whatever, and go to the United Kingdom, and then go up to Edinburgh and have a word with the people at the university and find out if they've got any records up there about the families. Yeah, that'd uh-huh. be good. Or I might just write to them. It's mm. cheaper. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Unless we can go on those special online sites. I'm not going to do an ancestry trace. No, because if we change his name and spelling his being the same by his parents, he might not be on there. That's true. You see, uh, anyway, I always wanted to go over to yep. to the United to over United there United Kingdom because yep. it has been a bit of a dream of mine to to follow my where my ancestors came from. Yeah, we have some spotted dick and a haggis and local local food over there. I'm not really interested in local food. Oh, okay. Ha- I'm more interested. How, how about a nice beer? I'm not interested in beer. Uh. Pork pie. I don't like pork pies. Uh, fish and chips. I'm not going to answer <laughs> that question. I'm on a diet, as you're well aware. He's, he's doing a good diet. Lost, she's, in the past four, four months, is it? Yeah. She's lost about... Well, actually, it's six, it's six or seven. Six no, now. No, it can't be six. Mm. You said when you start March? In March, yeah. Okay, five to six months. She's lost 30 kilos. Seven. Eight. 
seven, six or seven. She's lost 30 kilos and she's doing well. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stabilize soon, otherwise, I won't be able to find her. Now, uh, anyway, I always wanted to go there and find out my family heritage. <laughs> I could. I could talk about family trees and what and what branch life go maybe, out of and whatever. And maybe we'll maybe find our own um, um, Scottish tarp. Tartan. Tartan, yeah. sorry. And I'll make myself some sockies. Or out of, I'm not going to wear a skirt. I don't even know <coughs> if, if what... I mean, I know a lot, a lot of people have told me that that Scottish tarp is sort of a... Tartan. Si- tartan is a sort of a symbol of, of a family, the family tr- yeah. tree. No, family, no, it's not a family tree. It's, it's, a fa- it's a family design. Family design yeah, of yeah, sorts. Yeah. I don't know much so about it. So the tartan there is that... You, if you could be in a group of people and say, that guy's wearing that kilt over there, he's, he's a Mackenzie, and that one over there is a so-and-so, and that's a so-and-so, and, so and, so and, yeah, and just go yeah. around there. And you'd know by the colour that he's close. Yeah, I'm mm. all curious about what what were the reviews for Well, for the I'm going to get into it in a moment. It'd be rude. Uh, no. Were they uh, favourable? Uh, no, in a minute. Yes, ish. Yeah. Uh, now, I, okay, look, I won't go too much into it. Um, Pat Boone, I, I mentioned a bit earlier on, uh, Pat Boone was the first star announced. Ooh. He said he was reluctant to make the film because it was a science fiction even after Fox, uh, even after Fox promised to add some songs, it was only when they offered him fifteen percent of the profits that he agreed at the urging of his management. He said later on, "I was very glad I did it because it was fun to do. It, I, uh, it had some good music, and became a very successful film. He made a lot, a lot of money out of it. Obviously, and that's quite interesting. Yeah. It just mm. makes me think of Steve McQueen. Steve McQueen when he." Didn't realize um, yeah. the blob was going to be successful. He, but, he didn't but, like the movie. But when this came, when Journey of the Center of the Earth came along, um, Pat Boom decided to um, you know make money off it by getting you know the percentage of of how much it will be worth once it's it's re- once it's re- released to the public. Yeah, cool. Go on, you were saying. Uh, I was going to say that um, there's a lot of uh, it, it, at that time that other movies are coming out. And everyone was wondering why he didn't do any other movies. Yeah, mm. like, similar, you know, action-adventure type things. Because when you look at it, um, The Lost World was only 1960. Voyage of the Bottom of the Sea was only 61. Mm. Five Weeks in Bloom was only 62. They threw Frankie Avalon, another singer, in there to do that one, yeah. Mm. Um, he could have got there. He could have got a good, had a better acting career mm. instead of just singing and stuff. So. Yeah, that's another thing, guys. I like it when uh, it's usually a one-off actor sometimes. Because it's always kind of special when you bring a special actor on board for a film, yeah, now and I, you feel like well, there's no one else who could, could make that yeah, role. Yeah, but he wasn't that special. He's just a singer, good-looking guy who uh, they, they they wanted someone good-looking there for the girls. Mm, uh, the, the girl like Andy, you know. Mm-hmm. You can boys get the girl, yeah, you know, they can see the lovely lady, but the girls need to look at someone nice too. And James Mason wasn't young. Now, uh, <laughs> now having said saying James Mason. Okay. He was the original choice. Mm. Now, remember the Titanic movie I showed you recently? Mm. I downloaded. Sorry, I do download occasionally. Uh, Clifton Webb was in it. Mm. Yeah. Okay. The, the guy that. off the wire. Yeah, yeah. Well, that guy, he was supposed to be the original guy for this movie. Oh. He was in the original discussions, but several weeks before the production started, mm. he he had to go. He went to hospital for a checkup, 
and he had to stay in there for an operation and stuff, and he wasn't fit enough to do the movie. Which Titanic is this movie? Is well, this the one? other one, the one where the guy was standing there for his son on the deck. At oh the end, yeah, now, one, uh, the now end, you yeah. jog my memory. Yeah, Shouldn't yeah, go. and um, yeah, a, a bit like the night dream memory sort of thing. Yeah, one yeah, of those ones. I was trying to figure out which um, one it was. And anyway, uh, yeah, so he had an operation a couple of weeks before the movie. He couldn't do the movie because oh. it was an action movie and stuff. It was an ordinary type movie. He could have got away with it. Yeah, but, I think yeah. that dear mm. old James Mason. Mm. Yeah. Um, um, he pulled it off for me in this movie. Well, you look at him. Because he's always overreacting, and I love his overreacting nature. No, he's not movie. overreacting. He, he, his he, he got something about. Because he was in. Um, he played Captain Nemo in Joe Jules Verne movie. Nice. And some other movies similar of these. And he had. He had been in spy movies and other things. He was a very versatile actor. So, quite. A, it's quite he brought. Um, I suppose being English and Scottish, you know, that, that area, he's coming from the United Kingdom, he was English. Uh, instead of having a Chinese guy playing it or something. Uh, <laughs> yes, you know. Um, so you get somebody who had that sort of well-spoken, cultured voice, which could, yeah. yeah. Like James Bond was a Scot, you know, so yeah. Like the, yeah. you got to admit, though, Mike, that it's interesting how... Mm. I just like it when... He, whenever he reacted in his character in this movie, I always kept <laughs> laughing at the bits where he says, you can't do that, what's the... He's, but he's a serious you? guy, but he, he lends the comedy quite well, too. Even though yeah. there are moments I, I want to laugh at his outbursts, and there are times I want to hide under the couch, but other than the yeah, times yeah. I would often want yeah. to anyway, take... Anyway, I'm going to cut a couple of things real quickly here because we are... Running out of time, so well, we're, we're over an hour now. Okay, uh, some of the underground sequences were filmed in the Carlsbad Cabins National Park. I don't know where that is. It's somewhere in America, I believe. Um, uh, I won't go into who the writers were. Uh, okay, uh, da, 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 da. James Mason, Arlene Dahl, Peter Rice, and uh, on a raft. Yeah, but the raft scene uh, where it was around at pretend whirlpool thing Arlene Dahl was panicking and wanting to get off the bloody thing and uh, James Mason just yelled at her shut up woman we're going to have to do this scene ten times if you don't keep quiet we're going to have to dub the dialogue anyway uh, and they got the shot <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so it must have been fun doing it they didn't have stand-ins they would do it themselves yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Back then, it, if it didn't look real for the camera, well, that, it's, well, that then it's not worth it. They, 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 the, the cameras were close enough to see the features, and they couldn't overdub the faces. You know, you, yeah, you, you they didn't them, have. So, yeah. They didn't have no those digital stuff. CGI no. back mm, the, yeah. we had back then. Yeah. Okay, now, now, okay. Well, I mean, a, we didn't have it now. A I mean. quick touch on the uh, critics. <laughs> Film review aggregator Rotten Tomatoes assigns a rating of eighty-six percent. An average rating of seven over, out of ten, and as I said, it's silly but a fun movie in everything you want. No, it is a silly but yeah, fun movie. That's what it is. It's not a serious movie. Don't look at me that way. You, mm. you want from a science sci-fi blockbuster, heroic heroic characters, menacing villains, monsters, big sets, and special effects, mm. and it delivers. Uh, somebody else wrote something similar to that. Um, uh, gave it four stars, whatever, and he said the same sort of thing. Um, That's nice. It didn't have all this crap people, you know, people dressed as a, a, a human beings, dressed as lizard men and different things. And he said, apart from the date of the fence, it's a good watch. One guy said, oh, it would look like a walk through uh, an amusement park. 
Oh, God. And great. the guy has got no idea. Well, I still look today and say it's a fantastic job. Yeah. No, it doesn't look like yeah. a, a walk for a bloody amusement park. Yeah, I yeah. feel the same yeah. way about yeah. this and yeah. the and the Ten Commandments that was done yeah, by Charlton yeah, Heston. They, yeah, they, Both they, movies relied on awesome good layering and good special and, yeah, effects yeah. and... And it doesn't matter to me if it's a walk in the park, it's still and a good lo- movie. If it looks like a walk in the park, it might be a walk in the park, but think of all the effort they put in behind the walk in the park to make it happen. Yeah, mm. considering that um, they entered worlds that you can only dream yeah. of. Yeah, and, 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 and this guy who said, oh, what, yeah, what's, yeah, he didn't think it looked like the, in, in, uh, in, uh, no, no, the interior of the world. Well, How I'm sorry, know? has he been down there? Yeah, I mean, ah. that's, there's the mystery, guys. We, while we may it's, be uh, may have go down in mines and visit that far into the Earth, there are going to be times when we can't really go as further yeah, as we can. He? he said the Earth's interior is somewhat on the order of the elaborate amusement park tunnel of love. Pardon? <laughs> and the uh, attitude of the people towards each other and towards other curious men who happens to be exploring down there at the same time are uh, conventional and just a bit dull. Well, what do you expect? It's not an action movie where they're killing each other. It's an adventure movie, and they're trying to stay alive. Yeah. I think he's off the, he's off the wrong tangent. I think anyway. he also forgets that there is a bit of tension grabbing between yeah, but also, James Mason and... Yeah, um, but it's an adventure movie. His other... His, the, um, and... Arlene Dahl. Dahl. There was yeah. good tension yeah, build yeah, there. Yeah, 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 and it was a good storyline. But I like their whole. But this um, movie was done in '59, mm. and even their action, adventure, and everything movies had to conform to a certain code of conduct. They couldn't do too much action, too not too much blood, too not too much sex, not too much this, not too yeah. much that, blah blah. And they yeah. had, it, it pretty much gets down to a formula yeah. to get past the census. Yeah, some <laughs> people in these reviewers they don't realize that yeah. they have. They fight these censor guys yeah, and to, get to make the, this movie yeah, work. Make it work yeah. And they and these guys will tell them, no, you cannot do this scene because we find it too yeah, over the top. That, leave, leave that out. Do that. And yeah. Yeah, you're very it, hard. While you, while mm. some reviewers say, why is it like this? And not yeah, to why, the point. Yeah. Why is it more blood blood in it? Because they couldn't do it that way. You know. Because if it was bloody, they it wouldn't go get yeah. past the censor guys. Why can't sex scene in there? Because they didn't do sex scenes back in those days. Like. And I don't really yeah. care if we don't see the Count's dead body, to be we honest. He didn't need to see the body. He saw the rocks fall down there and squash him there. And, if and he, he fell on the mattress over there, probably. Yeah. And if he That's didn't it. die, he d- he died in the volcano eruption. Yeah, with all the lava. Right? <laughs> yeah, crispy crit up. Now, quickly, eBay, there are plenty for sale I can see. Hooray. Uh, Amazon, it's rentable. There's only a few for sale. But if they've got them, uh, other platforms, other distributors should have them as well, folks. Mm. So... You look at it, stream it, whatever, rent it, do the right thing, buy it, you know, whatever, yeah. uh, do it legally. Yeah, yeah. I, I will advise definitely, guys, check it out because this it's one a good, fun movie. is a lot different from all the other Dune Standard movies I've ever seen. The new I, Look, the new ones have got other good stuff, but they're bought in CGI stuff. Hmm. Uh, wasn't there one with um, hmm. the modern one, the guy actually, uh, hmm. Brian Brown? Yeah. That wasn't too bad. Hmm. Yeah, Brian Depp. Was that a telly movie, that one? Do you remember? Uh, I think it was a telly movie. Yeah, and there was another one down in the centre of the earth where they had something like a little spaceship which yeah. actually went down like a submarine spaceship That was thing. meant to be a TV a pilot, series Which pilot didn't take off. Didn't take yeah, off yeah. or got enough interest. But that wasn't bad. But, but when you order, when you're looking for this one here, it's down to the centre of the earth, uh, 1959 version. 
Yeah. Not the other ones. Yeah, another thing about this movie is that... Sorry about that. Um, I just like the fact that it's different. Um, no one has ever came close to achieving this level of <coughs> of creativity and well, special that movie, imagination. That whole movie wasn't bad. I mean, that, 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 that craft they went on. Yeah, I haven't was, seen the latest one with yeah. Brendan Fraser. It's probably not real as good yeah, as it. Yeah, I, I saw it sometime. I can't remember now. It's so, probably yeah. not as good. I'm not knocking Brendan Fraser. Good actor. I like him. The Mummy yeah. movies and other things. Yeah, and, I heard yeah. he looks like he's overweight. Well, he's he's a solid guy. He's a, yeah, but he might be getting a bit chunkier now. That's but, what I mean. He should well, I'm chunky. Look at me. <laughs> well, anyway, <laughs> this one compare doesn't compare to all those other movies, and I think this one has always been the top one out there. Yeah. Anyway, we're gonna go. We're we're, we're almost a, an hour and twenty minutes. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for watching this latest podcast. Uh, 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 we haven't. We haven't. Oh yeah, we have to rate. Uh, rate oh, sorry. It. Ten. I'm going to say ten and a half. Ten, ten and a half out of ten. She's really taken with this one, folks. Yeah. So, um, thanks for um, listening to this latest podcast. I hope you guys enjoy it and everything. And this is Sarah Stevenson. And Michael. Sorry to take so long. This was an interesting movie. Yeah. So, we'll see you guys for our next podcast, whenever that might be. So Ooh, hopefully, in the next couple of days. Yeah. So, <laughs> see you guys around. Bye, Bye for now.